You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your sassy source for lifestyle advice, wellness tips, and pop culture dish. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, holistic hustler, here to help you get your shit together and laugh through all the chaos of life in your 20s. If you're not doing so already, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach for really funny Instagram stories, probably of my neighbors, adorable memes, and really cute selfies. I'm actually streaming this live on my Instagram right now. Um, not fully live, because I'm not going to air the whole thing, because I obviously want you to like subscribe and listen to my show, but I thought I would give you a little sneak peek before tomorrow's episode. Well, it's Sunday night at the time that I'm actually taping this, but um, a little sneak peek at... For all, if you aren't following me on Instagram before, the episode comes out on Monday morning. We're going to do some pop culture dish. It's just me right now, not in studio, but in my apartment, in my in my downtown apartment with my fancy little podcast equipment here. So if anybody's watching live and you want to like give me some notes or some shout outs or some like thumbs up, I'm not going to say no. Um, this week also, I just want to let you know that my new merch goes on sale. I've got my new emotionally unavailable t-shirts that are going on sale, which are so cute and so comfy. I've got my new iPhone cases that say uh, powered by coffee and dry shampoo because that's basically what I live my life off of. And I've got my new dad hats, which are some cool black caps that say hashtag adulting so hard because we all are just adulting so, so hard. So go to justplainzack.com shop justplainzack.com slash slash shop to get yours. They drop tomorrow. I don't know why I can't always say the slash shop. It's a tongue twister. It's like Sally when she was getting seashells on the seashore. Anyway, justplainzack.com slash shop. Get yours. They drop tomorrow, which is Tuesday. Or if it's after Tuesday, then they are already dropped and you should go and give me your money. A couple of quick quick updates. We have a really, really good episode on the adulting podcast this Tuesday. This week, I actually invited my therapist, my old therapist on the show so that you can see how crazy and fucked up I am. I invited her on the show so we can get into like all the dirty details about like what I talked about in therapy. Not really, but we do a really good, um, important episode. It's kind of heavy, but it's also really lighthearted, and it's going to make you laugh, and it'll probably make you cry a little bit too, but it'll be a nice catharsis to get the week going. Um, But it'll hopefully also leave you feeling a little more confident about yourself. It's a really, really good episode. It's actually on eating disorders and body image and body dysmorphia, which again, sounds like a really heavy topic, but I promise you it's actually a really good episode, and we have a great conversation. We have some good like takeaways if you're struggling with the negative body image, Um, or you're struggling with eating disorders or just disordered eating because there's a difference and we break that down. But you're also going to laugh and we also do it in a really funny way because, you know, I can't take everything too seriously. So tune in on the Adulting Podcast. We're also going to be planning a couple of live tapings this month. That's right. Abigail and I are coming to you live. So stay tuned. I can't announce the dates or the locations yet, but they will be announced probably in the next couple of days. So get yourself ready to go and get tickets to come and see us live. Live. Hashtag Adulting podcast live all right this is hashtag no filter and we it is monday so we're gonna be doing some deep pop culture dish just like picture it like a a a deep dish chicago pizza and we're just gonna get down to the sauce down to that gluten-free crust because i still believe gluten is gonna kill my life so i don't do gluten i don't screw with it um also i just want to talk about these delicious new gummies that i found at whole foods they're called smart sweets i'll show them for people that are watching live 
Look at this. Smart Sweets. You guys, these gummies are so delicious. They have tw a lot of fiber, 28 grams of fiber and only three grams of sugar, but they're so yummy. I've been, I have a box. I got two boxes of them. Um, they have them in like the classic peach rings or the Swedish fish or the, the Sour Patch Kids. They have like versions of all of those. So all of like your favorite candies, you can get them and eat them and they're so, they're so fucking delicious. And it's just going to like all of all, it's all the fun without any of the guilt. They're called Smart Sweets, and you're going to be obsessed. So go to smartsweets.com and use code Zach if you want free shipping because I hook you up with those discounts. Smartsweets.com, code Zach for savings. Okay, so we're going to be talking about The Politician, which dropped on Netflix this week. I'm going to give you my review and my recap of the show. No real spoilers, but it's going to be good. Sorry, I'm still chewing on these Smart Sweets peach rings. Um, real Housewives of... New Jersey, the trailer dropped, and holy shit, it's so good. I can't wait for the new season, which comes out in November. We have some more Housewives news, and we have some, like, Demi Ashton drama. That Oh, hi, little baby Kate. Hey, girl. How you doing? I'm, 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 for everyone listening on the podcast, I'm semi-streaming this live on Instagram. I'm not going to release the whole episode because I'm going to leave you thirsty enough to come and listen to the whole episode. But hey, little baby Kate, how is that pizza, girl? Or that pasta, whatever you were eating tonight. Um, actually, I had some really delicious zoodle pasta with some spicy pasta sauce and some some ground turkey that I made with my my gammy today when I visited her and we watched trash reality TV, as you do with your grandmother. Okay, first up, The Politician on Netflix. This show is so freaking good. So, I mean, I can't recommend it enough. It's a how they describe it as a political satire, which after watching the entire series, I would say is also a political satire, but it's not like all about politics. Like if you're tired of, of Trump, like, and he's his impeachment and like Kellyanne Conway and like, you know, all of those pe people and Lindsey Graham, who I thought was like a character on Gilmore girls, but Lindsey Graham is apparently like a real person in politics. Um, if you're tired of hearing about all of that stuff, don't worry. You're not going to get any of this in The Politician. It's actually based in, like, high school, and it's based with Ben Platt, who is normally, I guess, a Broadway star and, like, sings a lot, who I, which I didn't really know. But he's so good in this series. So it's basically he's in high school, and he's like, I'm going to be president one day, and I got crazy ambition, and I was adopted into this rich family, and his mom is Gwyneth Paltrow, and I love me some Gwyneth Paltrow. And his mom is going to Paltrow and she's like, baby, I love you and I support you, but your ambition scares me and I think you're going to kill people. And he's like, don't worry, I'm not going to kill people. But then people start dying. And you're like, oh, my God, did he kill them? But like, you know, he didn't and they didn't really die. Like it's it's twisted and it's crazy and it's so good. And he's like, I'm going to be high school president and then I'm going to go to Harvard and then I'm going to become real president like Donald Trump, even though Donald Trump's like not even brought up in the series at all. But just like, you know, kind of paralleling real life to to the politician on Netflix, which is really good. And it's it's funny, but it's not like, LOL, oh my God, I'm belly laughing funny. Like not like The Office funny or like Modern Family funny. It's like, oh, that was, it's like like cute tongue in cheek kind of smart humor. Not to say that, you know, anybody that, that, that you know, watches Modern Family isn't smart, but like, I mean, I don't think that people that watch like Family Guy or The Simpsons, I, I don't think that's very intelligent. Um, I, I apologize. I've never watched that. And I consider myself to be a very intellectual person. And now I'm just like shading people that watch Simpsons. And if you watch Simpsons, then I'm sorry, I'm not sorry. But this this show is actually really, really good. Again, you're not going to belly laugh, but it's actually like, it's really funny. And Gwyneth Paltrow's like, she's so good in it. And she does like her goopy stuff where she has like crystals and shamans that come and try to heal her son. And like, that's not working. And then he's like, he has a girlfriend and he's in love with her, but he's like also in love with this like 
other this guy and then like they and but the guy's like dating like his arch enemy and they have like this weird twisted threesome but it's not like dirty or sexual the show but it has like these like really crazy storylines that are just like every five minutes and like the pilot I was going like boom 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 whoa like it was just my jaw dropped a lot like you'll probably want to like stick to the Olivia Pope diet pour yourself like a, a nice heavy glass of dry farm wines with like some popcorn and you'll be you'll be set and you're gonna love it I'm telling you it's really good so if you haven't watched it yet go watch it DM me let me know what you think I want to get some of the cast members from the show on there I really want to get River if you haven't seen it you'll know who River is you've probably seen people tweeting about River and you're gonna like fall in love with River River and like be wet by the end of the series it's so good I want to get River on the show but if there's anybody else on the show that you really like that you want me to book on here and I can interview and like pick their brain about their personal lives then I'm happy to do so and get like spoilers for season two because I hear they're already taping it and it's so good and they better bring back Gwyneth Paltrow also, the Real Housewives of New Jersey trailer dropped and it is coming back. We waited long enough. It was supposed to come like four weeks ago and then three weeks ago. And then Andy was like, no, it's not ready yet. And we're like, but we want the trailer and it's so good. And we we're hearing about all this drama between Teresa and Danielle and them them fighting and couches flying. And we heard all the tea and all the interviews that they'd been doing. And so we finally got the trailer and we didn't. I was a little... I'm excited about the new season. I think it definitely looked good, but I was a little disappointed that we didn't get to see any of the Teresa Danielle fallout drama. Like we didn't really see them fighting or having any real issues um, with each other. And we also didn't see any couches flying, but we did see Danielle snatch Margaret's weave, which was like the vibe, like seeing her just like pull her hair and like pull her down and go like, ah, and then you see Margaret and she's pouring like a bottle of champagne, like on Danielle's head. Like it's everything that we love from the Real Housewives and like Jersey is here to bring it. It is season 10. They're ready for it. I just also kind of feel like Danielle just gets gypped. This is like her third season back on the show and she's still a friend of, so she's not full time and I get it. She's like cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, like mad crazy, but like she brings the heat and we were only giving her like bare half a paycheck which I feel like we're doing her a little dirty because like I mean and that's even if she's getting half of the paycheck she's only a friend of but I feel like it's not her choice to to be a friend of I feel like if they gave her the opportunity to be full-time like a bitch wants back on the show and she you know will do it in a heartbeat but they're not giving her like any opening credits she's barely getting like a closing credits and we know Bravo has the budget for it so I'm curious as to like why they're not bringing her back full-time whether it's because she's like a liability or what but I just know she's getting gypped because she brings the heat she's apparently fighting with Teresa and they're not friends anymore her and Margaret are having beef like it's a vibe it really is a vibe and I'm really here for it and I can't wait for the new season. Um, we also see Joe and him like telling Teresa in the trailer about how he never wanted to get married to her to begin with. And I'm just like, are we really shocked? Like, are we though? Like Joe was never like a great guy. Like Joe wanted to be, and we heard rumors of like him like screwing his secretary and cheating on Teresa left and right. Oh my God, I love Real Housewives of, of, of New Jersey too. Vanity Beauty LLC. Um, I'm still streaming on on Instagram Live. Um, so Joe saying that he didn't want to marry Teresa. Like, are we really shocked at that revelation? Because, like, we knew he was a douche. We knew he was cheating on her. She clearly is no longer interested in him anyway. I think it was kind of just, like, she wanted the babies and he needed a wife because that was, like, the thing to do. But, like, he was never really into her. And, like, let's be real. Teresa's not that big of a catch. And she's a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs herself. And she doesn't, you know, her marbles aren't even all lined up cor correctly. Um, so, 
I'm not surprised that he never wanted to marry her. I don't know why she hasn't filed for a divorce from him yet. I don't know why she's even pretending that she wants to stay married to him. Like, it's so blatantly obvious that, like, she doesn't want to be with him. She's photographed all the time with all these young guys. So she's not, she has no shame in going out and and dating around. I think she's doing it on purpose because she thinks word will get back to him. But... It's a vibe, and I cannot wait for the new season of Real Housewives of New Jersey. Okay, I'm going to cut the Instagram the Instagram live off because I just wanted to give you a little bit of a teaser before the episode actually airs. So I'm going to end this. Thank you for watching live on Instagram. Stay tuned. Hashtag no filter with Zach Peter is on all major podcast networks. Um, but yes, tune into the, the full episode tomorrow. Love you long time. Bye. Okay, but I am still here. And I am still recording this episode. So after Real Housewives in New Jersey, we need to talk about some Real Housewives of Beverly Hills news. So Erica Jane is set to star in Chicago, the musical from January to March 2020. She's going to play Roxy. And like, I'm actually happy for Erica. So we saw Candy from Housewives of Atlanta. She did Chicago. I know because I actually watched it. Uh, I actually saw it when I was in New York last year and I saw Candy and she was great in it. Um, And now Erica is set to star in Chicago next year. And I'm actually happy for Erica. Like Erica Jane, go for it, girl. Do you get that paycheck? Like really relish in in this moment. I really hope she brings a little more heat on Housewives this season because I feel like she's kind of been phoning it in a bit the past two seasons and she hasn't really brought much heat. And I really want her to like give us that like, you know, that that edge that she brought the first season and I'm tired of the performances I'm tired of the glam squad like we've seen that been there done that like now like it's time to really step up your game because Real Housewives of Beverly Hills can get very boring very quickly so Erica I'm happy you're getting that paycheck at least you're being honest about it and like it broke in the news it wasn't like Luann who like remember when she was on the reunion she's like I'm starring in Chicago off Broadway and then everyone Later, it came out that like that wasn't true because then Chicago came out and they're like, that is not true. We have not hired Luann. And then she had to like eat her words. Sorry, Luann, but life is not a cabaret, darling. Check your ego at the doorman with the the doorman, Luann. <sighs> next, 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 next. What do we have next? Uh, next, we have Ashton and Demi drama. Ashton Kutcher and Demi Moore. First of all, I rewatched the roast of Bruce Willis when Demi Moore, is it Demi or is it Demi? Everybody says Demi, but I feel like some people say Demi and I'm not really sure which it is. But, you know, I guess we kind of forget when you, you become more famous for doing whippets with your daughters than your acting career. And, and of course, her relationship with Ashton Kutcher because he was like a baby and she was like robbing the cradle And it was like, yeah, it was a vibe. Well, anyway, Demi or Demi has a new book out where she talks about her relationship and her marriage to Ashton. And she talks about how he cheated on her twice and how he requested that they have threesomes in their relationship, which apparently led to an open relationship. Um, though Demi says that their relation their relationship wasn't necessarily open, but Ashton, according to her in her book, claims that the lines were blurred and that's why she stepped and that's why he stepped out is because he wasn't necessarily sure like what the boundaries were. And because they decided to have threesomes and allow other people to come into their sex life, that he just assumed that 
it was then okay for him to then be open with his sex life with other women that didn't necessarily include Demi fitting into that scenario. Now, Ashy, you need to be very clear about like what the the definitions are within the relationship. If it's going to be an open relationship, if you are going to have threesomes, like you need to have serious conversations where the boundaries are clearly set. I think Demi probably didn't want to set clear boundaries. She was probably uh, based on, and we've only heard her side of the story now. Based off of her side of the story, it sounds like she wanted to do this to please him because he wasn't, he's, didn't seem to be very fulfilled. And I think when you have a relationship with that big of an age gap where, you know, he is much younger and she's much older, I think anytime there's that much, there's much of an age gap in a relationship where one person is a lot older and just in a different phase of their life. When you're older, you kind of want to settle down a little more. Like I even look at, look, I'm not in my thirties. I'm not in my forties. I can't compare myself. I can only, you know, compare to my own based off of my own experiences. But like the person that I am today in my late 20s compared to the person I was in my early 20s and even in my late teens and like 18, 19, like the things that I wanted and the person that I thought that I was and the person that I thought I wanted to be with, like all of that has really changed. And I feel like I've settled down a lot more. And like, you know, when it comes to like looking for a relationship or dating or love, like what I look for is even is different. Whereas like before, I think at like 18, 19 years old, if I loved you and I was in love with you then like that was enough for me and we were going to conquer the world together forever and now you know I'm at a point where like well you know you have to think about compatibility and you have to think about what our futures are going to look like and if it's going to go down the same road and do we want to live in the same place and do we both want kids and do we both want to get married like there are so many other things that you think about and like you start to think about the practicality of the relationship and where your life is going and I think Ashton was very young and caught up in that love of like, I love you and we'll run this through and it'll work out. And I think Demi wanted to settle down a lot more. She probably wanted to feel a little free by dating a younger guy, but I think their priorities were just completely different. And that's ultimately why it didn't work out and why a lot of um, relationships that have such a big gap in age don't necessarily work out is because you're just in two completely different places in your lives. You're looking for completely different things and like your priorities are not necessarily the same and they don't always align, especially when you're dating somebody that's so much younger. Like if they haven't had the opportunity to go out and live their life and make their mistakes and get beat up by the world and get their heart broken and ripped apart and stepped on, then like they don't really know who it is that they are and what they want. Um, And I think that was definitely the case with Ashton and Demi. So I think Demi was willing to wait for him to settle down and to, you know, spread his seed. And so that was probably why she allowed them to start exploring with threesomes in their sex life. But I don't think she ever wanted an open relationship. Or if she did, it may have been one of those scenarios where it was like, do what you want. I don't really care. I just don't want to know at the end of the day. Like whatever happens when you're out there happens when you're out there. As long as I just, I don't have to know, number one. And two, you don't embarrass me publicly by having this come out. Like just be discreet, be safe. But like, you know, don't, don't come home and try to give me all the dirty details. So I think there was definitely a big miscommunication because even Ashton came out and tweeted that like he wanted to say something really, he wanted to tweet something really snarky, but then he looked at his wife and he looked at his kids and his family and like realized that like life is so much more precious for him now that he has the family that he always wanted. And I think 
he just needed a minute to kind of settle down and find the person that he really wanted to be with. And and I don't think Demi was necessarily his endgame. And I don't think Ashton was necessarily her endgame either. I think it was just what they needed for each other at that time. And so the fact that he didn't tweet something snarky and didn't speak out, I think was one, um, honorable, and two, smart, because like he didn't want to help her sell more books, especially if she's going to be dragging him in the books as well. And who's to know if she even gave him a heads up about her writing that in the book or what the relationship really is like now. But I think he's happy. I don't think he gives a shit. He's like, Demi, like Demi, Demi, go do your thing. Go live your life. Go, you know, sell your books. Like whatever. I really don't care. And good for him. I think he looks adorable with Mila Kunis. Now her hair is like blonde and blue. Um, probably maybe for a role, maybe because she's going through something. I don't really know, but I hope that neither of them are phased by Demi's comments. I mean, who knows? Maybe Ashton and and Mila like have an open relationship and they're like madly in love and or have like a throuple. If that's their thing, then like, why not? Demi, you go and you sell your books and you do your thing, girl. All right, guys, I also just want to say that if you haven't done so already, if you haven't done so yet, please leave me a review on iTunes or wherever else you're listening to my sexy radio voice. Listen to that phone operator, operator, operator. Look at that. What, what, what? I don't even know what the right term is, but like I, I have a lot of versions of the sexy radio voice and I don't know which one you like best, but if you like it at all, then just go on iTunes or whatever streaming podcast platform you're, list- platform you're listening to this right now. Put your, put my favorite emoji. Ooh. Um, okay. So since I'm eating the Smart Sweets peach rings, then go and leave a peach emoji in the reviews right now. If you're listening to this episode and you like the solo episodes and you want more solo episodes, or if you don't, then also leave a peach ring and be like, they're cool, but like you need to bring back more guests on Mondays, which I'm happy to do. But I just, I feel like I'm having a fun vibe doing these live, so, sorry, these solo episodes. So if you like this episode, if you like Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter, leave a review with the peach emoji and go and do that right now so you can give me that validation. And also don't forget to tune into the Hashtag Adulting Podcast. We have a really good episode with my therapist this week. Abigail and I talked to her about eating disorders and, you know, all that fun stuff that's like really heavy, but like really important. And if you are struggling, know that it's okay and know that we are here to, you know, kind of pull back the curtain of shame and and really talk about these things because we deal with them and it's okay to talk about them and to feel less shame around struggling and feeling out of control and feeling like you need a way to cope and we share our strategies and what's really worked for us and what's helped us overcome our struggles with disordered eating and eating disorders and why it's important to talk about it more. So please go and listen to the episodes because it's really, 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 really important. Um, yeah, I think that's everything right now. Jonathan Van Ness also came out, talked, he has a book coming out as well, which seems to be really good. I saw him do a couple of interviews and he talks about being HIV positive. He talks about being a sex worker. He talks about a lot of really heavy stuff, but I did see an interview that he did with, on the Jenny McCarthy show where he said that, you know, it is a very heavy topic, like our episode on adulting, but it's also really funny and he tackles it in a really lighthearted way. And even though there are a lot of really heavy issues in the book, it's not a book to make you sad. It's a book that actually make you really laugh, which I think is good. I think there's still so much stigma around people that have HIV. I think, look, I'm not going to lie and say that, you know, it's not something that still kind of worries me just from my own ignorant 
experience and perspective. Like I am very cautious about that type of stuff. And to be honest, like I'm learning how to take precautions and I'm learning more about like what it means to live with HIV. I don't have HIV. I've never been diagnosed as HIV positive. I have been tested. I do get tested regularly. Um, I don't have HIV, but when I do, you know, meet a guy that is HIV positive, I, and look, this is a total asshole move on me and I need to educate myself more. So if you're listening and you have like actual facts and statistics and, you know, things that I should be reading up on, then like, please share it with me so I can share it on this show to educate more people about what it means to live with HIV. But I, you know, I immediately am just like, look, I'm not, I'm not comfortable, even if we use a condom or, you know, I know there are now, um, there's not like PrEP, that's uh, a drug to help prevent HIV. Um, but I just think like, I don't know, it just, it's still something that is stigmatized and I will cop up to and own, you know, my own ignorance in, in this situation. That's why I do want to do more research and I do want to learn more about it so that I, you know, I can help take away the stigma from that. But I do commend Jonathan for coming out and sharing his HIV positive um, experience with with the world and being brave enough to to own that narrative and to try to take away all of the negative negativity and shame around it. And um, as somebody that is HIV negative, I would like to, you know, help contribute to that as well and, you know, hopefully destigmatize it and, and create a safer environment for those that are living with HIV and that do live HIV positive. Um, but yeah, props to Jonathan. Can't wait to read his new book. Anthony Porowski, also on Queer Eye. Queer Eye. Why can I not talk tonight? Anthony Porowski is also on Queer Eye, and he also has a new cookbook out. Um, he's been promoting it. It looks really good. I listened to his interview on the uh, Goo Fellas podcast, which was really good. He talks about imposter syndrome, which I think is such an important issue that not a lot of people talk about, and how like even like the more successful you become the more you struggle with feeling like you deserve to be there so 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 good so good so important so many books coming out right now everyone's like dropping a hot book um but i guess i would like to close this by saying go and watch the politician on netflix it sounds this sounds like an ad but it's actually a really good really good show i'm also really liking shameless on netflix um i am into the second season and that is a freaking good show if you have any other recommendations on Netflix, I'm open. I'm open ears. If you have any other shows that you think I should watch or shows that you're loving and you think I should invite the cast on because you want to hear from them, let me know and I'll put in some asks there as well. I think I'm going to invite some of the cast of Shameless now that I'm like really hooked on this show. It's so good. Just like these Smart Sweets candies. They're so good. High fiber, low sugar, delicious. Sweetsmarts.com. Use code Zaxi, A-C-K, to get free shipping. And again, if you want my favorite hangover-free wine, that's Dry Farm Wines. Dryfarmwines.com slash Zaxi, A-C-K. I'm having a glass right now. Let me hold on. Let me take a sip. Let me take a sip. Mm. So yummy. I added a couple of ice cubes because it, was, it wasn't that cold. Or I knew that it would be sitting here and I wouldn't be chugging it. So I didn't want it to get lukewarm because nobody likes lukewarm white wine. Thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Fields with Zach Peter. If you find tea throughout the week, send it to me in my DMs at Just Plain Zach on Twitter and Instagram, even Facebook. Sometimes I check those DMs. I really only get people from like, you know, Cambodia and India and they're just like, save me. I've been kidnapped. I need a million dollars. And I'm like, okay, here's my here's my bank account information. Wire the money. 
um, send me the tea so I can stay up to date with you guys and then I can spill it on hashtag no filter Monday pop culture breakdowns. And we have our interviews on Wednesdays. Last week we had Annie Winters from 13 Reasons Why. I love Annie Winters and everybody apparently loves her as well because everyone was freaking out when they found out I had her on the show. This week I have the band OBB on who are like the new Jonas Brothers. They're so fucking hot and their music is so fun. Like you're going to want to download their jams and listen to our interview. It is a sausage fest because I had all three boys in studio and they like pulled up in their tour. It was wild. Don't forget to get your merch at JustPlainZach.com slash shop. JustPlainZach.com slash shop new merch out there this week this tuesday listen to hashtag adulting get yourself some smart sweets um and until next time i'm gonna finish this glass of wine and um and have a little fun okay goodbye night <laughs>